What's up, guys? It's Alexandra. I know you can't see me because it's a podcast, but I just did that whole YouTuber what's up with a big clap to get you really amped up for what I'm about to tell you. So anyways, here we go with the formal introduction. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Aces Portal, the podcast where I'll be discussing all things spiritual and mundane. My name is Alexandra, which is Greekly defined as the protector of mankind, although you may hear me refer to myself as Zandra or even use first person plural. If I ever use the we pronoun, it's just because I'm including my spiritual team along with myself. So don't get confused. It's just me and the squad out here speaking the knowledge that needs to be heard. Okay, so since this is episode one, I wanted to give a little rundown about who I am, what I'm doing, and why I'm doing it. So as mentioned, I'm Alexandra. I'm a 23-year-old fifth-year college senior studying in Boston. And fifth years get a lot of shit from society for being delinquents or whatever, but honestly, fuck that. So shout out to any of my fellow fifth years. We're fucking killing it. And don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Okay, so a little bit about me. Um, Basically, since 2020 started, there's been some real magical shit that's happened to me. And this year was definitely not the start of my spiritual journey. But moreover, it's been the year that spirituality really exploded and smacked me across the face and was like, hello, McFly, anybody home? And before proceeded to beat me into submission the way Biff did to George McFly. No, I'm just kidding. There was totally, it was totally welcome. There was no beating involved. Um, But I think in general, 2020 was a ride for us all. And while some of it was a shit show, I think a lot of people, myself included, had a ton of personal growth. So long story short, I had one of those mystical, spiritual awakenings people talk about. And this was around the middle of June. And so since then, my life has literally, literally, bro, been changed forever. And it continues to change each and every day. So that brings me to my next point of what I'm doing here and why. So post-awakening, which feels super weird to say since every day I awaken more and more, but post-initial 48-hour existential crisis, I solidly spent about a month losing my shit every day because everything from the past four and a half years of my life finally made sense. And it was like everything from my entire life made sense. So those of you who are blind like me, um, I'm sure you all remember your experience of getting your first pair of glasses and finally seeing the world and being like, holy fuck, I didn't know that's what everything looked like. I mean, I knew that trees had leaves and shit, but oh my God, it's got a fucking ton of leaves. Um, you know, it's like this real like, oh my god, what? Um, so basically, not only was my vision literally getting worse every year because I have terrible eyesight, but I was also walking around blind to life and all of the amazingness that it has for 22 straight years. Um, you know, as long as I was like conscious of all of that and, you know, in childhood it's a bit different, but anyways. So during those 48 hours, my perspectives, my values, and my view on the world did a complete 180. And I mean, I basically went from a pastafarian, nothing matters nihilist to holy fucking shit, I have the potential to transcend 3D and live in the 5D, 5D and reach enlightenment as Siddhartha did, which by the way, despite all my depressing past perspectives, that's always been one of my favorite books, so maybe... That should have been a sign a little bit earlier, but fuck it, divine timing, am I right? Um, so I experienced change similar to this one once before in my life when I was 20, and I had what I like to call my quarter-life crisis, which was another transformational situation where I went from a piece of shit, 
literally a piece of shit, to becoming an empathetic human, which is a longer story for another time. But anyways, the awakening transformed the fuck out of me. Everything was stripped away and everything made sense and also didn't make sense. I found myself excited, but also super confused and lost. And the only thing I was certain of was that the life plan I had was in shambles because there was no way to piece it back together. And I had absolutely no energy left in my body to continue fueling or rather forcing myself to continue walking the same path I had been. And the main reason being because I realized how much I fucking hated it. I hated accounting, competing with people for status, trying to be as perfect and driven as everyone else in business school. None of it was me at all. And none of it resonated with me at my core. So from that moment in time, I said, fuck school. I shifted my focus, time, and energy to spirituality rather than burning myself out on something that at the end of the day no longer meant much to me. Um, So I still stayed in school because I was mid-semester when this was happening and I kind of let the sunk cost bias impact my choice and I mean how could I just let all that money go down the drain? Um, You know I'm sure we've all kind of had that same sort of sunk cost bias hit us at one point or the other. But instead of studying time value of money and stock positions, I spent every day connecting with the spirits and asking for guidance on my future, how to grow myself, how to grow my consciousness, and how to strengthen my own spirituality so I could discern what was right for me and my life. And at the end of the summer semester before fall, I was 100% split on whether or not I was actually going to go back or not. And there were plenty of factors feeding into my debate around my decision. The main ones being, okay, so if I'm going to say fuck it and not continue school or accounting, which both promise some sort of financial stability and security, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? Like literally, what am I going to do? And I wasn't really concerned about my lease or my tuition or anyone else's judgment in that moment because let's face it, when all your friends and acquaintances have a degree, it's naive to assume they wouldn't somewhat be like oh my god did you hear she dropped out to sing kumbaya and dance in drum circles and like worship the moon what a fucking loon um and frankly like none of my friends or family actually had that reaction they all understood why um I was doing what I was doing and why I wanted to pursue what I wanted to because they'd seen me so miserable for the past decade of my life and now I was like a beaming ray of sunshine always happy and light Um, And so for the acquaintances and my classmates, eh, fuck them. Hate us because they ain't us. And they're probably only trashing you in your life because they're secretly wishing they had the balls to make a change that they wanted to anyways. So I'd say that's a major key to life. Most of the time people are trying to bring you down. And if they're doing so, they're only doing so because they want you to suffer the way they are. They don't actually want to see you succeed. Okay, so sorry for that little that little tangent. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it hits me at my emotional core. Um, so back to the story. So I was asking myself that question probably 10 to 20 times a day. What the fuck am I going to do with my life? Um, and, you know, I was persistent. I was like, come on, guys. Like, what am I going to do? Like, spirits, help me, please. Um, and finally, at the end of the summer, I got my answer. And the answer was, use your voice. Literally, that's all I got. And I was like, great. Um, And this was also around the same time when TikTok was really blowing up or maybe I was just late to the party. I don't know. Um, And don't get me wrong. I fucking love TikTok. 
Like, I don't even care if the algorithm goes through my Google search history or watches me through my camera or whatever the fuck they do to get it so accurate. But it got me on Witch Talk. And for that, I love TikTok. So I I did consider TikTok and YouTube. um, But for anyone who knows me, and they're probably going to laugh when I say this, I really, really, really hate dressing like a normal human being. I absolutely love to bum it in my baggy t-shirts leggings, a beanie, and some really worn out Birkenstocks that I've been wearing for like five years straight and I just refuse to give up on them um, and buy a new pair. So anyways, um, I've always been told I have a great voice. Everyone says you should do voiceovers. Um, Yeah, in that tone. Exactly in that tone. Um, And I thought, wow, okay, well, I fucking love talking. Don't we all? We're all humans. I love listening to podcasts and I don't need to look presentable to record and I get to use my voice. I was like, all right, fuck, sold. Let's fucking go. Um, all right, so that was kind of that little story. As far as why I'm here, I'm here because I'm using my voice, guys. Like, this is it. Um, and that's it. So thanks for coming, guys. That's all I've got for you today. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm really here because I think that I have a lot of unique experiences, individual thoughts, and perspectives to offer And my hope is that what I say and discover along my own journey can help other people make sense of the shit in their lives and hopefully help them grow their perspective so that they can heal and grow themselves. It's my personal belief that while people can be healers and help others heal, at the end of the day, every individual is the only one who can truly heal themselves. It doesn't mean others can't help them in the process. But I think that it's only through your own individual power and effort that you can truly heal yourself. Um, So as for the podcast, I really have never thought of myself as being creative or a creator. I mean, I spent my college experience staring at Excel and studying accounting rules. So surprise, surprise, I lack creativity. Um, But I don't really think there's I, I don't think there's anything cooler than creating something you're proud of, regardless of what others think. And we're taught as humans to only do and pursue things that we're good at, which is why when you ask most people if they're good at art, the answer is no. And the reason being, they compare their abilities to like Michelangelo or Monet and yeah, no fucking shit. In comparison, your stick figure probably isn't as cool as the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, but that doesn't mean you should never draw a single thing in your life. And I think we're also taught that creativity is a soft skill and one that won't be as respected or make us as much money as something in the STEM field. And I'm going to disagree and say that pursuing anything creative takes balls. Way, way more balls than doing something that fits the status quo or at least fits into the realm of something that most of society respects and puts on a pedestal. And I'm not trying to trash anyone's career or passion, but I just want to relay the point that creating anything and choosing to publicly release it into the world, whether it's your stick figure or a podcast or a poem at an open mic night, it takes balls. And sometimes you just need to release it and let it blossom and do its thing. That's why I'm creating this podcast. Whether it's one person or a hundred that can resonate with this, I hope that someone somewhere can relate to it But at the end of the day, the reason for my creation, it stems from my heart. And even if no one cares about this podcast, I do. And that's why I'm doing this. I'm creating it from my heart. Okay, so one thing that the magical TikTok showed me is that there's a huge awakening taking place 
around the world right now. So I just want to thank the Age of Aquarius and spirituality and say peace the fuck out to the Age of Pisces and organized religion. Again, not trashing religion, just we are in a new age and there are new things coming about. Uh, but there are so many young people who are looking to expand their consciousness and their spirituality because they realize that there's so much more to the life to life than we've been led to believe. And I think it's about leaving the flock of sheep or sheeple as I like to call them and learning to think on your own. I think most importantly, my goal for this podcast is to make you all think. Reality is not just what we perceive with the five senses, nor is it limited to what we're told by people in society. We spend so much of our lives being told things and being told to assume them as facts or truth. And while I get, I'm literally about to tell you a bunch of things, my hope is that you think about them. I don't want you to assume anything I say is truth or fact, but at the very least, I hope to provoke you all to question and think freely about your own lives and your own world, even if it's just for the extent of this podcast. Now, I remember I used to hate philosophy. I really did. I didn't understand it, mainly because I didn't understand the thrill of reading some dead man's thoughts about the world and the way he perceived life. And now I understand what I'm essentially becoming is a modern day philosopher interpreting the world and my life in a unique way through my unique eyes and my unique lens. So that said, I'm here to provide you questions and discussion on one huge concept that I believe is intertwined and connected with us and how we relate and make sense of the world. Okay, so today I want to start with the concept that's going to be important for every single episode going forward because it really is the root explanation for why things are the way they are in most of the topics I'll be bringing forward. And that is, drum roll please, the difference between ego and essence. Woo! Okay. Um, so now most people know the word ego as being a bad thing. And frankly, sometimes it is. But at the same time, the human ego serves a very important role in our society today. I wouldn't go as far as saying the ego itself is important, but rather how it fits into our society, our roles, and our relationships with ourselves and others is where we want to understand the ego's job. So in short, the ego is how we identify ourselves as individuals and essence is our connection to all people, all dimensions, all energy. Essence is the real you. So we sort of have an external versus internal thing taking place here. And before I make my next statement, I very clearly want to clarify that I am not a shaman, nor am I claiming to be one. That said, I highly respect shamanism and the way it teaches people because anecdotes and oral tradition are a big part of how they convey their wisdom and teachings. So based off of where I am right now in my life, I think a personal story is the perfect way to explain the difference between ego and essence. So without further ado, here I go. So um, over the past couple of months, I've really watched my life change significantly. And when I awoke, I basically was riding a spiritual high and every single day felt like life was moving, changing, flowing in my favor and bringing me towards a much better reality. I was on cloud nine and even the smallest negative thing wasn't able to bring me down because my emotions were so elevated and my vibration was so high. 
And to clarify, no, this was not a manic episode. I do have some fun mental disorders. Um, however, bipolar is not one of them. And most people are surprised when I say that this was an extremely sober period of my life. I mean, for fuck's sake, I even gave up weed. And I mean, that was, that was, I wanted to though. But it was definitely surprising for people who know me. Um, and I was seeing the world through rainbow glasses and everything was enchanting and alive and this went on between summer and the middle of fall and then something changed mid mid fall semester and everything started going in the opposite direction it was like on the candyland board where you take some sort of rainbowy gumdrop path and bypass half the board only to draw a card for the peppermint forest and get sent all the way back to the beginning so instead of getting sent back to the peppermint forest i started losing my connection with spirit my tarot was off even my pendulum was like, <laughs> fuck you, I'm not going to answer. Um, my meditation was wonky. Literally everything felt off. My psychic senses were dulled and I wasn't able to channel energy the same way I had been. And I started questioning what was happening and freaking out, which of course only made things worse because you attract what you focus on. And I was freaking out. So of course I only freaked out more. Um, and it didn't make any sense to me at the time and I was so sad and confused and now of course as I'm recording this I realize that time really does bring all the answers and everything absolutely happens for a reason even the shitty things and what I was going through is what some might call the dark night of the soul which of course sounds fucking awful and depressing and sounds like something you would never want to go through However, everything I've read about it mentions the Dark Knight as being one of the rites of passage on the spiritual path. I remember the beginning of my awakening when I was first researching spiritual awakenings. I read about it and thought, oh shit, okay, bet. I've already been through the Dark Knight because like my whole life and everything has been dark and depressing for like literally 10 straight years. And I was like, yes, all right, let's fucking go. Ascension, here we come. We're already through this phase. Like, let's go. And oh my fucking God, boy, was I wrong. Um, before I get into anything else, I do want to say trigger warning for anyone with mental health issues. Uh, might want to log off now. Alrighty, here I go. Uh, so I now realize that the dark night of the soul is much different from depression in that when I was in the thick of my depression, I wanted to die every fucking day. And that's not a joke. Um, I had my first suicidal thought in eighth grade and each year they only grew louder and louder. That was major depressive disorder. Uh, the dark night of the soul on the other hand has been more of a perpetual, I'm lost and I have no idea where I'm going anymore. I have no idea what my purpose is, why I'm here. I thought I figured it out, but I guess not. And now I'm back to square one. So where am I? Um, and this overall state of being lost with no clear way out. Like that's how I would describe the dark night. And this continued gradu to gradually escalate. Um, and I want to make it clear that even though I felt lost, I wasn't necessarily sad and depressed. It was more of something's missing, but I don't know what. It felt kind of similar to the everlasting emptiness that my borderline brought to my life. But I would still wake up happy and excited for life and my day, but I was missing the drive and motivation to do everything I had previously been doing. Nothing seemed like it mattered. Nothing felt meaningful about life, which is ironic because logically my mind was like, of course everything is meaningful and everything matters. But my emotional and mental minds were at odds with each other. 
Okay, so short summary is life was great and then it was like, <laughs> just fucking kidding. We were just messing with you and giving you a little tiny taste of your dream life. Time to throw you back into the ringer, catch you on the flip side, do some more learning and growing. Um, and as this is taking place, I'm getting more and more lost. And so about two months ago, I was like, all right, fuck it. I need a perspective shift and some new neural pathways. So let's take a trip. Yeah, let's take a trip. So I plan my trip. Um, I set my intention for learning and gaining. Literally, I think my intention was gaining any sort of perspective change. And I set out on this wonderful journey that provided me with just that. So thank you, Magic Mushrooms. You're the fucking best. Um, and thank you to the spirit of mushrooms in general. And again, I realize this is a bit taboo to talk about. So I want to clarify that I'm not advocating for any sort of psychedelic use, nor am I promising any sort of revelation from it. But I think it's stupid and I refuse to censor myself and lie about any part of my life. Um, I think that's just dumb. And honestly, I'm a weirdo. And where lying in general just makes me feel, feel so awful. So I won't be lying ever at any point on this podcast. Glad you all know. Um, so I'm so all right. I'm I'm tripping balls to say the least. And throughout this entire trip, I remember feeling so connected to the energy, the spirits, the earth, and the source. I kept saying, "We are not alone. There's others here with us," which probably sounded a bit nuts, but bro, I swear, like I could sense the energetic presences with me. As the journey progressed, I got to a point where I felt and I knew that I was not Alexandra. I remember talking to myself and literally saying, oh my fucking God, I'm not Alexandra. I'm not Alexandra. I'm only Alexandra in this life, on this planet, in this very incarnation. But at my core, I've had so many lives and have incarnated in so many different bodies. Or as I started calling them on this trip, vessels. And I even remember at one point, me and the other person I was with, like we both straight up spent five minutes feeling our separate individual bodies and laughing because of how weird they were. Like I was touching my hair, like my chin, and I was like, oh my god, this is so weird. Like what are my hands? Like these are fucking weird. Um, and I realized in that moment that every connection I felt the whole day made sense. I was connecting with myself just in different forms or vessels. Each thing on this planet has consciousness to varying degrees. Each thing has a soul and we're all connected by the same source energy. So some psychonauts might call this sort of a moment ego death. Um, and I truly transcended my individual body and mindset. And I felt and knew that things were so much more than what I had always believed. And I think the most fascinating part of this is that this experience tied into the classes I've been taking from a shamanic practitioner. I've been learning about the shamanic perspective and shamanism not directly tied to a specific tribe or culture. Um, it's called core shamanism and anthropologists. I think Michael Harner came up with it. But yeah, and so super quickly summarized, the shamanic perspective is we are all connected we are all equal and we are all conscious to some extent. Each and every being on this planet has something to teach us and therefore it's important to be in a balanced, harmonic relationship with everything. And while I've been able to comprehend all of that, 
as I've been learning it, this trip really granted me the perspective to where I could actually see it, feel it, and know it in my core. As enlightening as this entire trip was, I knew I learned a lot, but I felt even more lost than I did before the trip. I was further separated from my ego. I was further separated from Alexandra as an individual. And so based off of my own experience and some of the research I've done, I would define the ego as what makes us an individual. It's what allows our mind to separate ourselves from others and assume the mindset that there is no one else like us. And I do believe in the whole individual thing to an extent. If you talk to me, I'll probably preach that there is no one quite like you and that you need to celebrate and embrace the fact that you're a unique, beautiful human being. No one can do you better than you can. And that's true. And I certainly won't be a hypocrite and disagree with myself. But I think that there's an element within all of us that is common, that we share, and that is energy from the same source. The ego that allows us to thrive and be a special little snowflake who can give an amazing solo performance is the same ego that contributes to creating duality and polarity on this planet. And by that, I mean it's the reason why we only have two options or two views for most things when really there are so many more. The ego is what allows for right or wrong, for this or that, left or right, good or bad. And this duality and polarity is something I'll go further into in a later episode because it really is fascinating as to what the human ego's created and done to transform this world. But for now, I'd just say understand that the ego is what creates these. And on top of the duality and polarity, I'm convinced that the ego is the root of all negative emotions. It's why we as human beings have so much anger, hate, fear, and judgment in our world because those are how we separate and categorize ourselves versus others. And we're so conditioned to believe it from a young age regardless of the culture we grow up in. Your ego is who you believe you are. It's your name, identity, personality, and story. So in my case, my ego might be Hi, I'm Alexandra. I'm a 23-year-old eccentric white woman from Florida who likes to meditate, chill, and stare at the stars. I've struggled with mental illness for most of my life. I like to listen to some sick wubs, bro. And I'm currently in the process of getting yoked at the gym. Uh, (laughs) So while that might be a nice little narrative and short description of who I believe I am, it is so far off. As I realized on my little journey, I'm not even Alexandra at my core. I'm only Alexandra in this lifetime, this incarnation, and on this planet in the human system we've created with social security numbers and birth certificates. To say that I'm 23 years old would be wickedly far off because my soul only being 23 years old would be a fucking joke. In fact, I'm probably centuries old in human time if I had to take a guess because you know, your girls, what some would call an old soul. Um, And that's placing the argument and measurement of time to the side because time is again a human concept we've created and time is not linear. So thank you for coming, folks. That's that's it. That's where I'm going to end it. A-Town signing off. Peace. Um, No, again, I'm just kidding. God, I really need to stop ending it early and then coming back and maybe it's going to become a pattern. Who knows? Um, I'm still here, guys. Sorry you're stuck with me. Uh, And the idea that I think it's hilarious. The idea that I've only ever been a human is something that's so funny because I innately know that I've had other incarnations elsewhere in the multiverse. 
And we can dive into ET souls and star seeds another day, but the fact of it is, everyone listening to this now, it's possible this is your first incarnation, but it's so unlikely. So, welcome to another life and another journey. Let's make the most of it. Uh, seriously, though. Okay, so back to my little intro statement that I made a minute ago about Alexandra. Everything I said in that was ego-based, in that it creates an individual story that separates me from others and distinguishes me as a unique individual. And the ego, my God, that motherfucker will defend itself at all costs. It will fight to push you into believing you are different and disconnected from others, that you are right and they are wrong, that you are good and they are bad, and it will always fight to keep you separate, and it will fight to keep an established duality in place. The essence, on the other hand, is the realization that me, you, your neighbors two doors down, the cashier at the grocery store, the crystal sitting on your desk, the metal water bottle you carry, the stray twig on the ground, the plant across the street, we're all the same at our core. That's essence. The idea that we share a common core energy. And my idea of vessels that I mentioned was the concept that each thing on this planet, regardless of form, is created from source energy and has some level of consciousness within it. Everything has a soul and a spirit to varying degrees and that in our core, we all come from the same source. You can call it God, a higher energy. I choose to call it source energy. Really, whatever you choose to call it is up to you. But just know when I use the word God, I don't mean it in the classical Christian sense. Um, and some of you might have heard of the I am God. And I mean it more in the I am sense. And again, I'm not really super versed in the Bible. So uh, don't come at me if I'm wrong. But I don't quite know the whole origin of the I am thing other than the way that I've interpreted it and understood it is that I am one with God. I am one with source. I am the same energy. I'm not a child of God or a child of source because that separates me, but rather I am directly in relationship because our core energy is the same. And maybe that makes no sense. And I'm sure at this point I've lost the Christians, but that's okay. Um, I am created from source energy. That's where my soul comes from. It goes beyond my anatomy, my blood, and my physical body. My core is the same as the core of this galaxy. And that to me is essence. So bringing it back, essence is the idea that we are all one because we share the same common energy. There's only one essence. There's only one source. There are many egos. It's why you might look at one person and be like, oh my God, they're terrible. And look at another and be like, oh my God, they're fucking amazing. That's because there's so many different kinds of egos, but there's only one essence. So when you can shed your ego and embrace essence, you feel nothing but love, light, and joy towards everything in the world. Because even though you as an individual, or at least the viewing of yourself as an individual has been obliterated, and no longer exists. You feel at peace with everyone and everything because you can see yourself within them. When you fully embrace essence, it's my belief that you're embracing a part of enlightenment. Your emotions towards everything in the world shift because you can see it and respect that you are connected to it in some way, shape, or form. You recognize the inner tie you have to the universe, the divine, the world, and those alive within them. 
you no longer respect the external world's classifications, definitions, and structures because you can see how flawed they are in creation. They present the illusion that there is a difference between everything and really there isn't in a big picture sense. Essence is who you really are, not what you think you are or what you've always believed you are. Embracing essence allows you to directly connect to the divine, feel grounded in who you are, and recognize your true consciousness. And in the moment I fully embraced essence, it was, it was magical. Everything made so much sense. It was like tons of knowledge, energy, and information came rushing in all at once. And everything was known. I had no questions. And of course this moment wasn't everlasting. And in the days following, I actually felt more and more lost. But I believe that's normal because I was dealing with learning everything and then everything I thought I knew being stripped away layer by layer. Because everything I thought I knew was flawed and I was needing to reestablish who I was in relation to everything else with this new perspective. Right now I'm in the process of continuing on my journey to raise my consciousness and to walk the path and learn the lessons that Alexandra is here to learn. As I mentioned a bit earlier, my goal isn't to tell you a bunch of shit, have you nod along either in agreement or disagreement and have that be it. But I really hope you can think and question things in your own way. So with that, I'd like to challenge you all to think about what ways ego defines you in your life. How do you find yourself separating from others? Is it religious, political? Is it around life choices, eating habits, what you prioritize? What really causes that separation and what emotions are fueling that separation? Do you not care about the other side? the other perspective is it just like meh or do you care so much that every word action and portrayal you put into the world is fueled with opposition can you identify if there's a duality or a polarity present is it a matter of categorization do you separate things into good or bad right or wrong dumb or smart and I think one of the most mind-blowing things for me was thinking about how I related to my friends versus how I related to my enemies. So I challenge you to think about how do you relate to your friends versus how do you relate to your enemies? And what's the difference between the two? Because I guarantee it's likely ego-based. And maybe try and practice just for a moment, empathizing with your enemy and trying to understand that the way their ego defines them is likely due to a series of beliefs that they've been conditioned to believe and hold true to them in their core, but only because of the way that society's conditioned us to think and divine ourselves. They didn't have your life, they didn't have your circumstances, and maybe they were educated in different ways that now show in how they define themselves within society. And I'm not at all advocating that you need to love your enemy and peace and love man, like... No, but I believe the first step to embracing essence is trying to comprehend why there are differences in ego and why people have different levels of consciousness. People have been fighting due to ego differences for centuries. And as much as I would like to live in an egalitarian world where we can surpass the ego and embrace essence, I'm willing to be realistic and say that that's probably unlikely to occur in my lifetime. And all I want you to consider is that anywhere there is a negative emotion, whether it's directed towards you or you're directing it towards someone else, 
it's likely that to some extent, there's an ego-based reaction taking place. And I'm not saying negative emotions are bad or invalid. My years in therapy have taught me way better than that. But what I am saying is that the ego will defend itself and justify its thoughts, actions, and words at all costs. It's like a built-in emotional defense mechanism that's fueled by duality and negative emotions. So I'd like to also ask you just to take one moment, just one, and be mindful and still. Maybe consider reflecting on where you can see ego and essence in your life. What degrees do you believe in their roles, if at all? And I want you to really, really dig deep, bro. Like, just you just have to transcend the mundane and think for yourself and push your limits. Raise your consciousness. All right, so with that, I'm going to wrap up today's session. Thank you so much for joining me on ACES Portal. I hope that you leave with curiosity, perspective, and even questions. So if you have any, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'll link the username in the description. Most importantly, if you're confused or even more lost than when we started, I think that's a good thing because I think it means that you're thinking and growing and those are all positive things on your journey. So until next time, peace, love, and light, earthlings. Zandra out.